Companies that set out to change the world should stand for something, something that matters. For Tanium, it was managing and protecting the world's growing number of endpoints. Tanium empowers organizations to embrace digital transformation and change the way people both work and live. They help critical government agencies see what's coming, protect and defend five branches of the U.S. military, and more than half of the Fortune 100 rely on Tanium to manage and secure their critical assets. To learn more, visit Tanium.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiecki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiecki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Science of Magic, a program combining the science and magic of today's leading topics to co-create new solutions. Gulda Wiecka here. This hour, we'll be exploring sacred space. In our materialistic society, if something smells good, looks good, looks expensive and glitters enough, we're satisfied. But all that glitters is not gold. We've come to ignore the most important aspect of our world, the energetic one. While a home or office may look perfectly decorated and classy, if the energy of the space is foul, it'll foul everything and everyone within. We are affected by ambient frequencies, even though we may not be able to see or feel them. Just as a cup of warm tea cools faster outside in freezing weather than in a warm kitchen, exposure to negative energy will lower our personal frequency faster than we can maintain it. It's virtually impossible to thrive when surrounded by negativity. Yet most of us are unaware of our peril. Everything is affected by our attitude and thoughts. Even good organic food, when prepared with a bitter, resentful attitude instead of loving one, becomes energetically poisonous. We can't be expected to stay positive and loving all the time. To attempt to do so shortstops our ability to process and creates denial. Denial has a negative impact all its own. Just as we must physically rid our homes and bodies of accumulated dirt we need to tend to the energetic debris of daily life. How can we clear our homes and offices of harmful influences? How can we energetically purify our food? What does it take to create the sanctuary of sacred space in which to work and live? Our guest this hour may have some much-needed guidance to offer on clearing negative energy from our lives. With us is Melinda Carver, a psychic medium, keynote speaker, and teacher. She's the author of Get Positive, Live Positive, Clearing the Negativity from Your Life. Her articles have been published in several magazines, and she's featured in 13 titles of the Holistic Highway to Wisdom DVD series. Melinda has appeared on TV, radio, expos, conferences, corporate events, fundraisers, and stores across the nation. Her website, psychicmelinda.webs.com. Melinda, thank you so much for joining us on The Science of Magic. Thank you for having me back on, Gwilda. It's great to be here with you tonight. Yeah, it's just so fun to work together again. Let's start by defining negative energy. 
That is a super easy question. There are so many different types of energy frequencies in our world today. You have your radio wave frequencies that run your FM and AM, your microwaves and other medical equipment. You have your star frequencies, the frequencies of the stars and the sun frequencies, the earth frequencies. And here we have positive and negative frequencies or energies too. And what happens is that people react to energy around them or the energy of a location that they're on. If it is a negative energy, it's going to make them feel drained, exhausted, depressed, stressed, awful. They'll maybe have physical ailments or emotional issues from this energy. Or they may start arguing or screaming or fighting with their family, their spouse, their boyfriend, girlfriend, or their coworkers or their monster boss. So all these different energies affect us and it beats at us and comes in and around us and it affects us with our aura, our physical self, our emotional self, our mental self. And these energies, this negative energy, makes everything less. It makes everything feel harsh and wrong. And a lot of people get stuck in these patterns of that negative energy, Guilda, because they don't know they're in a negative energy. Or if they realize something's wrong, they don't know how to get out because they're stuck in that negative vibration all around them uh we have about half a half a minute left where does negative energy come from uh it's something that we create we humans create an and our own experience and our own energy whether it's positive or negative and it's there on the earth's energy too with your the polar uh in northern out north south good bad you know we have we're all gonna this polarity. Have, <laughs> we're gonna have to get deeper into this on the other side of the commercial break melinda and i will return shortly so don't go away you're listening to The Science of Magic. Our current episodes are aired daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. In service to our listeners, prior innovative episodes can always be accessed free of charge on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. The Science of Magic is proud to be produced by Relmo McConnell, media company in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating 
at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness, I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Melinda Carver, author of Get Positive, Live Positive, Clearing the Negativity from Your Life. Her website, psychicmelinda.webs.com. Melinda, we were trying to make sense of what negative energy is and where it comes from. Um, would, would you continue? Yes, thank you, Gwilda. Well, the energy of this earth has different vibrations, sort of like the different color scheme. So let's look at shades of black. The darkest, deepest black, and then there's a light black, and then it can go into shades of dark, dark gray, medium gray, light gray, and then into white. The same thing with the energy vibrations around you. They can start off at the most deepest level, the highest good, the most divine energy around you. And the energy starts lowering, just like the shades of the deep, dark black become lesser and lesser, so do the energy frequencies around us. They can start off all good and happy and positive, or they can start lowering slowly to different shades of positive, to good, to so-so, to not so great, to awful and negative. And that is what happens with the frequencies around us. We we react to this energy here on Earth and the divine frequencies that come down and also the own energy that we create within ourselves and create within our sacred space or the energies of other places. So you have to be very careful when you're going out there, you know, and besides looking for bad guys and keeping your keys out and your and your your purse ready and held tightly against your body, you have to also look out for other people's energy or the energy of a location that will affect you. So are you talking about incompatible? Because, you know, energy, if you're, if you're tuning into a radio station, say, for instance, it's neither good nor bad. It's just if you don't want a rock and roll station, you don't go to that level. Is that's it, correct. Is it like that? Yes, and that's a wonderful example. That's an example I use a lot in my classes the last eight years, is that we all start off at a regular radio frequency, and you turn the knob a little bit, and the static comes, and it goes in and out, and you you play with the knob until you get it just so. Well, in the old days, we used knobs. Now you use buttons (laughs) in the scan button. Um, But we react to different energies and everybody we meet has an energy. They have either a huge vibrant energy 
a very loving, positive energy, or then it goes down to different levels of frequency. And people that have a very high vibration, like yourself and myself, we draw and attract people to us all the time. They will have the same level of energy than us, or they may have a lower level vibration than us because they are attracted to what we project and they want to be in that energy and that's sort of like your energy vampires they want to come and siphon off some of your energy or they want to attune to that energy so they come into contact with you because they want to feel that vibration and the quickest way to change your energy is by who you are around and what places you are at so if you're at a low vibrational location maybe it's a war zone it's going to have a very low vibration a very negative vibration there's a lot of death and dying there and if you stay a positive person or positive energy stays in that war-torn area for so long the energy of that person is going to go down dramatically whereas what if you Melinda, what, what about yay though i walk through the valley of shadow of death surely there's a way to maintain our personal energy even though we have to be in the world and the condition it's in Yes, and that is why you need to clear your energy because you will absorb energy. You will absorb the energy of any location that you're in for any length of time. And there are ways to clear the energy or to shield your energy. And one of the easiest ways to shield yourself is with that white light, whether you call it the white light of the universe or the white light of the Holy Spirit. You want that white light. It's a divine white light. It's a heavenly white light or the other side white light, whichever way your belief system is. And that white light is your psychic rubber. How about the earthly light? I mean, doesn't the earth hold and maintain a balanced frequency? Yes, it does. At times or locations, it depends on what humans are doing in that location. The earth energy can suffer and ebb also, depending on what is going on with people and what they're using, whether they're using a lot of chemicals, chemical warfare, bio-warfare, or they're using their bombs or bullets, or there's a lot of death in a location, that lowers the vibrations of a place. Yeah, trauma tends to do that, right? Yeah. So have there been any scientific studies about negative energy and its impact? I'm sure there probably has been. I have not seen them because I do not really read the scientific uh, journals. I'm more into the metaphysical But that's a great question to look into. But I know that there are a lot of scientists who do studies based on personality in real-life situations or how people react to a certain location, um, like the sites of Auschwitz and what it feels like and how people just feel this hollowness and this dread when they walk on a place. The same way they study the vibrations of really high frequency locations such as churches or temples or sacred groves where there is a lot of singing and dancing and, and, and prayer and connecting to the divine in those various locations. That so has a we, higher frequency. If we make a point of connecting to the divine, whether it's the divine feminine earth-based or, or the divine masculine heaven-based or, or star-based, if we bring those together in balance in a place that's been defiled, can we clear it? Yes. It just takes a lot of time and energy to clear it. Sort of looking like when you go to a river and people put a lot of junk in it. They're throwing their plastic water bottles, their garbage, their fast food wrappings in the river and then there is a huge cleanup and community comes together and says let's clean this river and they have a day where they spend cleaning up the garbage in and around the river banks that removes the junk the lower vibration away from that river and then they can claim it because they're filling it with laughter and a sense of purpose and they're making it a sacred space again so that will raise the vibrations just like when people go and they pray at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. It's a very sacred location. Or the Chalice Well in Canterbury in England, which is the home of Avalon. So when you go there to the sacred well, the energy vibrates and it's so peaceful and loving. Or if you go to so it sounds like, a very it sounds old cathedral. Like it sounds like um, it's about group agreement. So if we have a whole bunch of people in, in kind of a uh, down sort of space, Um, It's going to create one frequency, and and that'll hold until you correct it by bringing in the counterbalance? 
That's correct. One person can start it. One person can begin the creation of change at a location. But for something that has been through so much trauma and drama in a location, the energy is affected in multi-levels. Some people may only be good at one level of changing or frequencies or healing a frequency at a location. But when you bring other people who have other skill sets, when they come together as a community and they're all praying or meditating or creating sacred space and clearing that energy, they can make a huge difference in a location. Think of a drumming circle. I know, Gwilda, at your shamanics practice and your school, you lead a lot of drumming circles. And if you go to a new location, everyone's a little nervous. They're a little scared if I'm going to be able to keep up or I'm going to be able to do the right beat with my drum or my rattle. And as you come in the collective together, the energy starts settling down and people start creating musical, beautiful music and the vibrations expand and expand and gain. And you're making a sacred space in that drumming circle for that place but it, and that but time. But if, if that place is continually then exposed to the status quo or the ambient frequency, what you've done, does it deteriorate over time? It could if no one else remembers or comes there to keep the energy going. But you want to look at old churches and missionaries. These are a great place, a mission, old mission. Like in San Francisco, they have the old mission in Old Town. The Cap, I can't remember how to pronounce it, Capriana Mission. It's in Old Town, San Diego. So when you go there, you when you get closer you could feel the vibration of the peaceful loving energy of this mission and as you begin to walk on the grounds you feel healing energy and the vibrations of healing and love and then when you walk into the chapel it is a uniquely sacred space and there are people that still go there to worship and sing and praise their god and so what, when you go does, there it's so what, beautiful what does prayer have to do with this uh, prayerful attitude? That's a wonderful question, Gwilda. So when you pray, you are speaking to God, goddess, whichever your belief system is. You are putting yourself out of a situation and you are praying and connecting to your God source or your goddess source. And you're letting them know what's going on with you, what you're grateful for in your life, or you're asking petitions for healing for yourself, issues with your family, maybe friends. Maybe you're asking for prayers and healing for a stranger that you heard about. So you, you brought media. up, yeah, you brought up an interesting point. Gratitude. Tell us about gratitude and how it plays in here. Well, gratitude is huge. There are miserable mats and Debbie Downers and nasty Nates that walk all around the earth, and they want to complain and bemoan every fact. They want to be victim all the time, and they enjoy being the victim. Everyone's out to get them. Everyone's out to hurt them. They don't have enough. Someone has more than them. So when they walk around with this bad attitude, it's a very low-level negative vibration, and it brings their energy down and the opportunities and people that come near them don't want to come by them because they're negative. Think of people who've lost promotions because they're negative Nellies at the workplace. Well, yeah, but, you know, don't we all go into negativity at some time or another? It's not like we can, you know, stay happy, happy, joy, joy all the time. How do we mitigate that? Yeah, we're not Heidi singing in the hills or Maria from The Sound of Music, but there are people who stay like that all the time. And I've met people like this. You know, we all have our self-doubts. We're human. We have moments or weeks of being negative. But we don't live our whole life negative like some of these other people. You will see them, these miserable myrtles and so does, Debbie does negati- Downers. Does negativity, does negativity inter- negative energy dissipate on its own? No. It creates to build because like energy attracts like energy and if you're negative 24 7 in every day of the year you're going to draw to you negative people negative emotions more negative energy it builds upon it but i thought i thought opposites i thought opposites attract Like attracts like. In the law of attraction, your like energy, whatever energy you put out is what will come back. And with that law of attraction energy, if you are doing something in a positive manner and in positive attitude, you will receive 
things in a positive way back to you. If you are negative, you flip that law of attraction to the law of repulsion and you push away everything that you're trying to get But because isn't, you're negative. Isn't it just a matter of perspective? In other words, if you're in a positive mood, you view things positively. And if you're in a negative mood, you translate them negatively, even though it's the same stimulus? It possibly, but it's the mindset and how long you stay in that negativity. A lot of people want to be the victim and roll with how horrible they are and everyone is to them and how they don't have the same chances or opportunities that their sister-in-law has a bigger house, better we're husband, have to, smarter We're going to have to pick up with this on the other side of a break. Uh, after this short pause, Melinda and I will return to our discussion. So don't go away. We're coming to you through the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, your resource for creative sh- solutions in a changing world, thescienceofmagic.net. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. 
Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Melinda Carver, author of Get Positive, Live Positive, Clearing the Negativity from Your Life. Her website, psychicmelinda.webs.com. Melinda, let's talk about positive. Let's talk about how we bring positive, you know, because if if you've got something going one way, don't you have to bring something from the other side to counter-correct? How do we focus on the positive? How do we bring it to our life without going into denial? Well, that's very hard for some people. People get comfortable with situations. Every Monday they have meatloaf and every Tuesday they have spaghetti and every Wednesday they wash their hair and iron it and well, I do their fun stuff. <laughs> I, I personally am very comfortable with pos- you know, feeling positive and, and yes. feeling um, at a higher frequency, if you will, or, or a more balanced place is what I like to think of it. Why would, why would, why would you not want to go there? How do you get there? Well, there's a lot of people that like to stay and suffer in because they don't like to make change. A lot of humans well, well, don't like that's, change. That's fine. That's fine. And that's their choice. Yes. But what about those of us that choose to be in a different way? Then you have to take steps. You have to take action. When you decide you no longer want to be negative or stay in a stuck vibration, if you want to make something transformational about your life, you have to choose is the first thing. And the second thing is to take action. So many people will wait around for something to come to them. You have to actively go out and seek it, whether you start looking at meetup.com for classes or meditations or go to author signings and meet and greets or you take classes online or you go and sign up for a school or you start walking and hiking in the mountains or the woods or you go walk on the beach every day. You need to take action. Once you start taking those steps, it becomes easier for you to change that energy around you. You need to take action. So all shamanic practices have methods for clearing space. Do you recommend any of those? Yes. In the book, Positive Live Positive, I have listed sage as one of the first tools to help clear negative energy. And as you know, shaman and medicine men and women have been using sage for centuries. So there's a couple different ways to use sage. There's also different plants like lavender or lemon balm that will also help clear negative energy and I give instructions on how to use those tools. So you can use natural earth products such as sage, lemon balm, or lavender to clear that space and you walk around and burn the smudge stick or if you cannot burn smudge you can then use a smudge spray and you spray or burn the sage throughout your home or your office or whatever location you're at to help clear the energy because negative energy will remain in your home or your office until you clear it. It's not like when you cook fish, Gwilda, you can open the window to air out the home and put the exhaust fan on. Negative energy doesn't fly out the window. It stays and builds and expands. So is, is, there, is there ceremony or ritual uh, come into play when you're creating sacred space? Yes. You can do it by the burning of the sage, the lavender lemon balm. You can sing, you can dance, play music, ring bells, and these were all examples in the book. You could create your own ritual. You can do a ritual in your home that you have been taught or something that you've learned in a book. Anything that feels right or resonates with you to create your own sacred ceremony, to create sacred space is on the way forward. So does focus and intent play in here? And if so, how? Yes, it does. When you are focused and balanced on an object, that you're going to clear the energy in your home and you're going to make it 
positive vibrations to fill that space. Then that sets your mind tone, your intention, and your intention is everything. If you're aggravated and you're fighting with your spouse and you're like, ah, I'm so mad at him, I'm going to go clear this energy, and you're walking around with a smudge stick and you're still muttering about your husband or your wife or your children, then their muttering gets in the way and doesn't really clear the energy. Yeah, you know, that's... Focus and breathe in and out. This brings up an interesting point. Uh, so often I've seen people, uh, they're attacking that negative energy, by golly. They've armed with their sage and this and that. They're going to attack it and run it off. And yes. That's kind of like fighting fire with fire, isn't it? Yes, because you're not calm and centered. Most people learn that when you're doing a meditation practice or prayer, you're usually in a calmer state. You're balanced, you're centered, you're focused on what you want to achieve during that meditation or what you want to ask for during your prayer time. So you need to be centered and balanced when you clear that energy because you don't want to add any anger vibrations into your home while you're clearing the energy. You know, so if you're angry, he, scream and let it out. Then clear the space. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's another point. I mean, life is process. Okay. We have good days. We have bad days. And I've also observed a lot of people. They they're going to be positive. Is they're going to be higher and higher. And they actually put into denial anything they judge as being lower and lower. How can we find the balance between trying to live positively and going into denial, which leaves its own toxicity? Yes, it's it's very hard. It's a fine line. Now, I might have authored Get Positive of Positive, but I'm also human, so I will have a bad day or two also. I'll have self-doubt. I'll have moments where I'm being, you know, verbally attacked by someone. So there are moments where my energy lowers, but I shift it away because I don't accept it. I'm like, I'm not going to stay in this vibration. I don't accept this vibration, and I shift it out. But then I am also not Pollyanna with my little braids, and I'm not Maria from The Sound of Music singing Edelweiss and swinging my arms around the mountains either in my everyday life. But there's a balance where I try to stay in a positive vibration where I am allowing divine inspiration and allowing love and positive energy to flow to me in all directions and that I am providing and flowing energy out, a positive loving vibration. It doesn't have to be the super, super high dose or what people think of like the fake girl or the girl who won't shut up and oh my god everything's so wonderful and beautiful blah 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 blah, blah which gets annoying but so, you want to be in the act of allowing the good energy the positive energy to flow and that you want it to flow in and out from you where you're staying balanced in a vibration that is a higher frequency so the the other thing that comes up for me is you know when you pour positive into it the first thing that's going to happen is the negative is going to bubble forth, okay? So we can't just set it aside. It has to move out. How can we responsibly move negativity without fouling the life and people around us? Well, you clear it because it starts using burning the sage as an example. That clears energy. It dissipates it. It removes it. The same way where you use prayer or you ask the archangels to come in and clear the space. They transmute the energy from something negative to something neutral and that's what the book explains is that you're you're transmuting this negative energy to a neutral state then you have to raise the vibrations from neutral to positive so it goes from negative to neutral which just is that neutral energy just is it could be good bad or indifferent and then you raise the vibrations to something more harmonious more divine so that you can flow in a higher vibration to change and transform your life it seems to me like being neutral is a more balanced place rather than extremely positive or extremely negative. Can you speak to this? Well, you can stay in neutrality, and things that will happen to you will be neutral. You will not be reacting to situations. Maybe there's someone really negative. You don't want to deal with them, so you say it's neutral. Maybe you are very high positive vibration, and you meet someone who's very neutral who will not respond. Neutrality is that there's... You, there is no good, bad, or indifferent. It just is. And some people like that state. It's sort of like their 
own energy where they don't have to make decisions and they just let things come to them and it could be good, bad, or indifferent, they're just going to deal with it. If you flip it up a couple more dot dials on the radio to something more positive, that's when you could start making things change in your life. Things will start coming forward. Positive people or events or opportunities start coming forward to you because you have to work that law of attraction and that law is a natural law and you need to bring up the vibrations of your frequencies to attract those higher vibrational people. These are your teachers, they're your scholars, they're your helpers, they're the ones who come in for short bursts of time to help you ascend to a different level with your soul and then they may leave your life. Maybe it's a teacher that only came in for a short period or a book or a TV show or a piece of music that made you transform something in your life and then you're ready for something else to come in. So Here's, here's another point that I'd like to make, because um, this, is, I think, is very important. There's sometimes, like you were speaking about places where they've really been saturated in negativity, this and that. And as a practitioner, I know that there are times that that takes up a characteristic all of its own to where you're dealing with something pretty, pretty, pretty dark. Um, and I don't think waving sage around is going to be a solution there. How does a person know when they're in over their head and what do they do about it? Well, it's just like going to a dentist. If you have a problem with your mouth and with one of your teeth, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to the dentist. I'm going to go to the drugstore and buy some Ambisol. And you try to self-treat it with Ambisol, but it starts getting worse, and then it becomes an infection, and you have to go to the dentist then because you have to go to someone who's an expert. If you don't know what you're doing, call an expert. I do lots and lots of house clearings and location clearings all around Ohio. I do them when I'm out of state at other locations. I've done restaurants and office buildings, salons, Where where did you learn to do it? Melinda, where did you... Where'd you learn to do it? It was something that came through from my past lives. It was something I've always done. I've always been some type of priestess, psychic medium, or healer through all my past lives. And it was just a remembrance of this is who I am and those skills and abilities. So I do multiple different levels of energy healing at locations, not just for who's living there now, but who was there before and what happened there uh, before there was even houses built or offices built. So there's different levels. So hire someone to help clear it or try get positive of positive and do those steps. And if that doesn't change it so much, maybe you need a clearing of yourself, energy cord cutting or an energy healing, and then go back and clean the energy in your house or hire someone like so a you, shaman. Are you saying that you can only clear to the level that you're clear? Yes, most people can only clear a certain level. If they're not skilled, it's just like another skill. So you as a shaman, you have gone through different training levels to get to where you are, where you are now healing people, helping them, training them, and then teaching them to also be shamanic practitioners. So you can have a very high vibration. You went through the steps. You have a lot of knowledge. A lot of your past life remembrances are coming forward. The same with this regular person out on the street. If they don't know how to fix a car and they attempt to give themselves an oil change, it's going to be a disaster. So if you don't know what you're doing, learn, take a class, or hire someone else. So what, what if you didn't just come in with it from a past life? How, where, do you, where do you go to learn it? Well, you can learn at different classes. I know I teach it all over the country, get positive, live positive. I've taught this class for eight years, so I'm teaching people how to take the steps. I put it in the book form for them to learn to take those steps or sign up with some type of energy healer, shamanic practitioner, someone who does energy frequencies where they can train you on how to handle that. It's that magic moment again. We need to take another break. Melinda and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Science of Magic your resource to altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric, working to create common ground for the betterment of our world. Join our email family to receive our topic-driven episode collections at thescienceofmagic.net.
Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. What's up in your world? Email me at the info at thescienceofmagic.net and suggest a topic or guest that you're interested in. You're probably not the only one that would enjoy them. Our guest this hour is Melinda Carver, 
author of Get Positive, Live Positive, Clearing the Negativity from Your Life. Her website, psychicmelinda.webs.com. Melinda, I'd like to go into where people can um, move in. You know, where, where is all this going? We have a lot to clean up. The world's not in a great way. Um, how can we get together with people of like mind and be part of the solution rather than part of the problem? Wonderful question, Gwilda. There are many, many people who have come together through the wonderful powers of social media. There are many different days where they call for a earth meditation to send healing energy to Mother Earth. They send meditations of healing energy to the people that live here or different planets, different sides of the world. They get together and send prayer and healing thoughts and energies. And this is wonderful. You could start this today in your own neighborhood. If you go to a local meetup group or if you belong to a universal church or a temple and you want to start today, make phone calls to your other friends or churchgoers and ask them to set up a special day of prayer or meditation for healing energy to go out into the earth. The more people who send positive, loving energy out into the earth and to those that live here, whether they are humans or animals, it helps to raise the vibrations of Mother Earth and does bring healing. There are a lot of people, a lot of groups who do this. You can do a search for day of prayer, day of meditation, day of sacred space. You know, There are so many different things that you could Google and find on Facebook. What, what and is these the- people... What is the power of more than one uh, getting together to do it? Why does that make a difference? Because we are all connected. Our souls all have the spark of the divine, whether you call that divine mother, divine father. We all have that spark. We're all connected. When we all die, we all go to the same place. We go back home, and we come back from all the different worlds that we're living in, including this one. So when you connect with another soul, it raises the vibrations automatically. This is why people love going to church or choirs or singing practices, shamanic drumming circles. Yeah, but wait, wait a minute, wait a vibrations. minute. It, can't you connect with somebody that's as negative as you are and go to negative town together? Yes, you could. When you get two people who have to be in victim mode, they can raise the vibrations of negativity. But when people come together for a group, look at the, what happened in... London and in Mass- I'm sorry, Manchester, and then just what happened in Orlando. So when people get together and they start sending beautiful energy and loving energy, and our thoughts and prayers are with you, we're sending you healing energy, it raises the vibration. That Manchester concert with little Ariana Grande and her other singing friends and the bands that came, the energy was so vibrant, it helped heal that city from what just happened, that horrendous terrorist attack there. So when you can bring hope and love to a situation or a location, that raises the vibrations. And when more people start coming together, you can make positive changes in this world. What you can just, lessen some of the darkness that what is did always just hap- trying to sneak in. What did just happen in Orlando? There was a man who went and shot, he was fired two days or two months ago, and he shot five of his co-workers yesterday. Oh, so, wow. Yes. So wow. between the Pulse nightclub terrorist act um, where the, uh, you know, the gentleman shot up a lot of the gay attendees at the Pulse nightclub, now you have this man who was fired two years ago for just cause for workplace violence comes back two months later and shoots five people. He would have shot more, but people left and were hiding from him. So you have this location. The city is reeling. Five families were affected because this violent man harassed and, and, and assaulted coworkers and was fired. And he decided he was having a bad day and he came there and he shot five people. That's 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 sad. So I'm really when you our heart our heart goes out to the families and to, and to the city as well. Yes. Um, when when we're confronted, you know, um, how can we be sure that we aren't interfering with a person's path if we send positive energy to them? You know, where does permission come in on this? 
Well, we have our higher soul or our self, our higher self or soul. We allow with our free will someone to send or receive energy to us. So even if you want to send some beautiful, loving energy to someone and you see their face and you send it to them or you see a location that's been affected and you send that loving energy there, the person on the other end can decide to block it or allow it. And they might not, it's like sort of like someone who wants to do Reiki or quantum touch and, and they're dragged, they drag their partner and they say, come on and try this Reiki with me. And the other partner's like, I'm not sure I really want it. And they sit through the motions, but they're very close to it. So their free will is blocking it. We can block good thoughts and vibrations just as well as blocking good energy and negative energy. So you have to allow it to come through. And if you can't get it to a person in their human form, you can always try to speak to their higher self or their spirit guides to say, I'm sending this beautiful loving energy for healing. It's from Gwilda. Please accept this and have and and and, and allow and to have this opportunity of this energy to bring you healing. So you can always speak to their higher self or their soul or their spirit guides or the angels around them to help be your introduction to them to allow that energy to come forth you know it's it's pretty hard to be in the world and look around and not recognize that um negativity and harm and hurt i mean look at 911 it's everywhere and we're and yet those of us that are supposedly becoming aware and sending positive energy how can we see any effect how can we see any change it's still we still the negativity is still among us Yes. Well, 9-11 is an example. So that was a horrendous day. Three locations, New York City, the Pentagon, and that field in Pennsylvania, all were affected by the deaths of Americans and citizens around the world by planes that were turned into bombs. That was a lesson on what people could do with deadly equipment, such as a plane, to affect major changes. But look at the aftermath. Look at those days in that Pennsylvania field or the Pentagon or down at the towers in New York and how people, there were a lot of people that were running, but there were away, but there were many multitudes of people running forward to help and rescue people and treat people and get them to safety. Look at how we as a nation came together and we were praying and putting our flags out and having parades. And look at the response other nations came to our defense. And they were sending us good thoughts. And they were posting articles on their newspapers and websites and their news stations, sending us love and healing. And look how we did heal. The same way that there's healing going on right today in Manchester, England, from the positive, loving energy that we're sending. We could have a negative experience. We can have a dark experience change us or show us a lesson, but it's what happens afterward. How do we come together? Are we fighting about it? Or are we coming together as a world, as people from world, different places Melinda, and coming world, together with love? The world isn't coming together. Look at the refugees. Look at the, the strife. I mean, it's not changing. How, how can we as individuals make a change because there isn't a change if anything is getting worse well people are staying in a lot of fear right now and you have these fear mongers who go and, and try to bully people and push people and incite people because someone is other no one is other everyone is connected and if you look at the people who have a different skin tone or a different religion or they live in a different part of the world they're very similar to us here or in Canada or in Europe. They're just not in our country right now. So they have their own hopes and dreams. They want their children to grow up strong and healthy and educated. They want opportunities for their family. They want to live a happy life, and they want that house and picket fence no matter which country they live in. So when you start allowing and being open as a person, if you decide today, I am not going to be a bigot. I'm not going to be nasty to people because they're a different color than me. They're from a different country than me. It takes one person to start that change. Be open yeah. and allow. So what's the most important thing? We've got half a minute here. What's the most important thing a person can do to maintain a positive life? Just allow that transformation to come in. Allow that energy and be who you want to be. 
allow yourself to shine bright. Mm. Mm. So everybody needs to uh, come into the center of who they are. Yes. Rather, rather than responding from fear or. Yes. Be the person that you want to be. If you have a mentor or you look up to someone and you want to be more like them, take those steps. Be them. Shine bright. Allow yourself to shine. Melinda, thank you so much. We're, I'm afraid we're out of time, and I can't thank, thank you. you enough for being on the show. You have a good time at iNeeds. <laughs> Our guest this hour has been psychic medium, keynote speaker, and teacher Melinda Carver. She's the author of a brand new book, Get Positive, Live Positive, Clearing the Negativity from Your Life. Her website, psychicmelinda.webs.com. This has been The Science of Magic. Join our email family to be the first to receive our topic-driven episode collections at thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you get positive. 